A lot of times we see this in relationships um when for example a relationship ends when there's a breakup especially romantic relationships it's most clearly visible when there's a breakup um one person moves on really quickly moves on inverted commas one person is um on is hanging out with someone else the next week or sometimes like a couple of days later sometimes the next month and the another person will grieve for for months um they go to a therapist to deal with their grief you know they have to contact friends um you see that there is an imbalance of power you see that there always was one half of the relationship was always more powerful than the other half and it's not that this doesn't happen or that this only happens in ro- in romantic relationships actually in all relationships everywhere power is very seldom evenly distributed all kinds of relationships friendships sibling relationships parent children relationships in every single relationship power is very often more concentrated in one half than it is on the other sometimes the the difference is uh not a lot sometimes it's like a yo yo so uh, depending on the day depending on depending on the time one half is more powerful and sometimes the other half so if the power is not fixed it's uneven but it's like a game so it keeps moving it's not too concentrated and um sometimes there is a very very clear difference one half is very clearly more powerful than the other uh now that difference can actually have many implications um the more extreme implication of difference in power in a relationship is abuse and then on a daily on a daily basis there are several small implications that that having less power or more power in a relationship um there are several implications that they have on your daily life that may not be as extreme as obvious physical or mental abuse um i've always looked at this and i've always felt it's quite unfair you know especially when you see um in relationships or in friendships you see this imbalance of power it seems unfair but then you look at other systems on the planet like everywhere every single place power is never evenly distributed um in a forest in any ecosystem in in a house um democracy is really a very idealistic concept 
even in a democracy what you have or don't have determines how powerful you are every person is not equally powerful so yes power is unevenly distributed everybody knows this in a relationship actually nobody says that these things people know it they are aware of it sometimes they see these things happening around but i have never heard this explicitly said or i have never read it explicitly that this is the relationship and this is a power dynamic you know uh, one person holds a lot more power than the other or in a friendship one person holds a lot more power than the other now if you are that person in a relationship or a friendship who holds more power and for the moment we can't talk about um, we specifically can talk about only friendships and romantic relationships parent child relationships they are more complicated when you are younger very often parents hold more power and uh, the power distribution it evens out as you as you get older and and in in a lot of ways that is something that can't be helped unless the parents themselves have they are very conscious of the power they hold um it really can't be helped but when you're looking at friendships and when you're looking at romantic relationships there are people of um we assume that they are close to each other in terms of age they are close to each other assuming close to each other in terms of social agency sometimes they are close to each other in every other aspect but still one person in the context of that relationship becomes weaker and the other becomes stronger um and we always see many examples where the weaker weaker part they don't have a very outwardly obvious reason to be weak they sometimes socially they are better off financially they are better off but still in the context of that relationship they are weak now if you are that person who is the stronger half of a relationship you don't need to hear anything your your life is good you know then it's okay things start to become problematic when you are the weaker half of a relationship or you are the weaker half or the weaker one fourth or the weaker three fourth whatever of a of a friendship um every single relationship or friendship not every i'll say let's say 99 98% of relationships and friendships do have a weaker half and a stronger half problem occurs when you are that weaker half i've often heard people saying that you know to care is nice and vulnerability is beautiful and all of those things but actually in reality it's a very humiliating place to be in life to constantly be the person who wants the relationship or the friendship much more than the other person and to constantly be the person thereby who 
ends up investing a lot more time and a lot more energy and resources in the friendships and relationships than the other person involved this place the place of the weaker half is actually a very humiliating place to be there is nothing noble about this place there is nothing pure about this place it's very humiliating and after an age this humiliation starts to wear down on you because behind you you see there are so many relationships and so many friendships where you just you didn't know where to stop giving you know and you wanted it so much more than the other person wanted it and you start to see this pattern and you start to feel like there has to be something that is off there has to be something that is wrong this can't be it because you see that not everybody is like you there are other people also right who the people who form the 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 powerful half of a relationship you see that there are people like that um and you start asking yourself what is the difference what is it in me that makes me a certain way is it something is it a wrong idea is it something that is learned which means i can unlearn it is it just a part of who i am is it genetic which means there's only very little that i can do about it i really don't know i feel that as in the case of all questions all complicated questions in life there is no one answer the answer lies in the middle of these possibilities but there are a few things that i have observed actually in my own behavior now for all of my life all of it until this point until very recently like a year or a couple of years ago i have been that person i have been the weaker half of every relationship and every friendship that i have been a part of and after an age i became also very aware that yes i am this weaker half and i started to take more care but probably that was misguided i probably didn't look into it as deeply as i needed to so anyways that there's a certain um, there's a certain pattern there are certain things that i have noticed in me and people around me uh, people who usually form the weaker halves of all equations all human equations and a lot of times so sometimes that power has to do with tangible financial or social power in that case it is very obvious if i am dependent on my partner for my living situation or for money or if i am dependent on my friends for a social standing or again money or whatever um i have to be weak right and if they are smart about it if they are not dependent on me and my validation doesn't matter to them but i'm not talking about those instances i am really talking about instances where you're not dependent really financially physically but you are dependent you are the weaker weaker half so 
um one thing one thing that i have noticed getting to the the points that i have noticed right when you don't feel equality in a relationship or a friendship is when you tend to put a lot of value on somebody else's opinion of you or their validation towards you so if i feel that if i am somebody who feels okay maybe i'm not that cool right and i am hanging out with people who in my opinion they are the cool kids they are they have something that i don't have and that can be really anything um they are they can make friends more easily than i can or um they are smarter than i am they are better at a certain sport than i am they are more athletic than i am um if i'm hanging out with a bunch of people who i think are better than me i don't feel or if i'm in a relationship with somebody who in my opinion is out of my league um the validation of that person starts mattering to you so much that there is no way to not lose power in that equation because in your mind they are better than you so you every day have to keep either doing things to get on the same level as them or you have to keep portraying yourself in a certain way so that they don't come to know what your flaws are that's very important because if they come to know that you as flawed as you are they might not want to be with you so when you don't feel equality and it may be completely in your head when you don't feel equality in a relationship you want to make yourself as weak as you can in front of the person in order to buy their interest in you in order to buy their commitment in you and that happens in friendships and relationships so that is one way that people lose power the the second way that you lose power that i have seen is that you over invest i think a lot of us we enter into our teenage years sometimes into adulthood sometimes teenage years with a lot of emotional baggage and we also move so um i moved out of my house when i was 15 and i actually lived at my uncle's place and i moved out of that place when i was 15 um and a lot of people in our generation there's a lot of mobility people move out of their houses really young sometimes if you have seen certain patterns in your family or if you are coming from a family which is very dysfunctional and this happens across the globe it happens in india it happens in the us happens everywhere if you're coming from a family that was very dysfunctional 
um, in my case and in every, there's a same uh, there's a similar uh, i think pattern that happens but in but it's not the same it's similar in my case what i did was because i could see that the environment around me was so dysfunctional i in order to escape from that whatever was disturbing me i created a fantasy of adulthood where i said to myself once i'm out of this place once i get a chance to make to choose my own relationships to choose my own friendships i will make them so that will be the epitome of health and that will be the epitome of a perfect functional beautiful relationship and friendship so whatever it is that i am missing here or i think that i'm missing here i start offloading that on my future imaginary theoretical relationships and friendships now by the time i actually come to a point in my, in my life where i have to form those uh, and this i'm doing on a daily basis every single day when i experience something traumatic at home I, my fantasy becomes stronger now when i have to by the time i reach the the age where i am actually choosing my own friendships i have left home i'm actually choosing my own relationships the fantasy has become so strong that my investment in the fantasy drives my investment in people so because in my head it has become so necessary now after everything i've been through right i have to have this perfect relationship and the perfect friendships and a perfect community around me to make my life worth it so you have you have collected so much baggage that you start over investing in people without the slightest um without even giving a thought as to whether this person as a partner or as a friend is even interested in me that much or whether they probably deserve that much of investment or whether they look at this relationship or this friendship the same way you start over investing because that fantasy has become so strong and it's almost like a pattern that you're carrying out in every relationship every friendship and until you are shaken out of that pattern until you can see it for yourself and why people over invest in friendships and relationships there can be different reasons there's no one reason but i know that people do over invest and a lot of times the reasons can be more complex they can be from 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 childhood they can be from whatever's happening in your own head now um, when you over invest how much tra- trauma a relationship ending will cause you or a friendship ending will cause you is directly proportional to how much you have invested in that friendship or that relationship or that imagination 
that you have in your head um it's this is very simple you are scared of losing money when you've invested crores of rupees and if someone has invested only a very little amount of money that's like you know that was their side money losing it will not will not shake them so much of course losing money is never good for anybody but the effect will be dramatic the change in the in the in what it causes for you will be dramatic so when you over invest for and this is over investment right now sometimes in friendships or in relationships there are people who have consistently over invested for years for 5 6 7 8 9 10 years after somebody has invested in a relationship for 10 years over invested every single day of their life of course they cannot accept that everything that they have uh, invested is the re- the returns are zero and they have to start all over again so then there another game starts where you try to hold on to the thing as tightly as possible knowing that it's not in your best interest just because you've just invested so much you, you can't simply let it go the third reason that i think that people some people become weaker they they form the weaker half of a relationship or a friendship is because too much of their life is centered in their relationship or friendship so outside of that of those relationships or friendships they really don't have much of an idea of who they are in life and again this has been a major problem with me up until a very very grown up age in fact all through my bachelor studies i studied engineering but i really had no career goals i had no solid goals i had no financial goals all my goals in my life actually were related to people around me the friendships that i had or the relationship that i might have that constituted like 70 75% of my life and everything else the study is something that i did because it had to be done um i never actually gave a thought on what my personal individual goals are what my personal morals are what my personal principles are as a human being until i actually left my campus and i started living alone and i was absolutely alone away from everyone that is when i actually started to feel the emptiness and the loneliness and the pointlessness of life without those people uh forced me to question okay who actually are you and what is your ambition in life if there was nobody who was close to you what do you personally want to do with your life you know and this is such an important question and in our education system especially where i come from you are never 
you're just running the rat race you want to be the first you want to be the you want to get a good grade in your 10th exam in your 12th boards then you want to crack one of the entrance exams either it's uh, neat or it's iit or then you want to go it's just you never you never sit and ask yourself what kind of a person i am what do i want what's my personal ambition if you are smarter then you just learn it as you go you figure it out but if you are not that smart then you have to wait for a tragedy or a trauma to shake you up and for you to really start asking yourself okay who am i so when you don't know really who you are outside of your relationships or friendships it is but natural that that is all you have that is all you feel for passionately and that is all you invest in and it's fun also but then it's very likely that a person who is so willing to invest so much of themselves will find people who are takers you will not probably then find people who are willing to give as much in in a relationship or in a friendship so not having a sense of who you really are also makes you care a lot about other people's validation um and that translates into you caring too much about what your friends or your partner thinks of you these are a few things that i have noticed whether that thing is learned or it's genetic i really don't know this is a very difficult question but i do know that there is such a thing as a weaker half of a relationship and a friendship and whether people say it or not in 98 99% of relationships power is uneven and as i've said before being the weaker half it's a very humiliating position to be in so every person who's found themselves uh care much more than the other person has asked themselves has felt humiliated enough in their life to ask themselves why and maybe if you know a little bit about why just maybe next time those tendencies come up you know how to deal with them a little better and you know yourself a little better to not get swept away it's okay to be vulnerable but it's really not okay to be weak not because there's some kind of a certificate being being given but just because life is not easy for the weak it's not easy in um, the forest it's not easy in the city It's never easy for you when you're weak. Yep, that's it.